When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the other day I got a question that said, Akil, what advice do you have for someone who's looking to get funded by a prop firm, right? One of these prop firm challenges. And fortunately I've worked with a handful of traders who have attempted those challenges, who have passed those challenges, even a few who have gone on to start their own hedge fund. So in today's episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But before we get into it, I wanna remind you that on November 14th, or starting November 14th, we're kicking off a one-week free online trading workshop. So if you're someone that is looking to learn how to trade, if it doesn't matter, you could be at the a very basic level, a noob, or maybe someone that has experience that just is a little bit stuck, I recommend signing up for that workshop. All the info will be available on our website, www.tier1trading.com. And remember, November 14th, mark that date. But there's two bits of advice that I would give. One, and this is a hard one, but it's necessary. Still, even though the whole point of the challenge is about making a certain return, do not worry about the money. Do not worry about the money. When you focus solely on the money, you start to do some very strange things. This was the biggest problem I had when I was managing money. Um, now, again, my situation was a little bit different because I had a, a very active client who liked to call and text and email multiple times throughout the day, asking how everything was going, lending his advice on what he thinks I should be doing, kind of really micromanaging the whole situation. My biggest client did this. The rest of them are fine. This is my biggest one. Um, so that kind of made you worry even more about the money because every time you took a loss, you'd get an email from him, a negative email from him saying, how can you lose? Blah, 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 blah. You're supposed to win all the time. And then every time you took a win, oh, how come we only won that much, right? It was a lose-lose situation. So that really wrecked me mentally. But don't focus on the money. Whenever you focus on the money, bad things are going to happen. This is why we always talk about process over outcome, process over outcome. Don't focus on the money. Focus on the consistent, deliberate actions that will result in you making money. When you focus on the money, you're going to start revenge trading. You're going to start, you're going to have FOMO, fear of missing out. You're going to start entering things too early. You're going to start taking targets early. You're going to start pushing stops back. Your whole trading is going to be dictated by that currency symbol of yours, and you're going to lose. So that's one thing. Again, easier said than done because the whole point of the challenge is you need to reach a certain profit by a certain time. So you are paying attention to the money. Um, but you know that's trading in general regardless, right? Even if you're not doing a prop firm challenge, right? Our job as traders is to make money. The second one is that you may have to adjust your strategy, right? Depending on your system or strategy and how you trade, it may not be built to win a challenge. And almost every trader that I've talked to here on the platform who has gotten funded said they had to make some sort of adjustment. They couldn't just trade the way they normally trade it. They had to make an adjustment. 
whether it was the time duration in which they trade it, whether it was going from a four-hour chart down to an hourly or an hourly down to a 15, whether it was becoming more aggressive with entries, whether it was becoming more aggressive with exits. And aggressive can sometimes mean, hey, you're taking targets earlier than you usually would. Now you're adjusting your rules, so you're still doing it on a consistent basis, but you're taking targets earlier than what you would do in your quote-unquote normal trading. For some people, it meant they're taking targets later, where instead of taking a target one and a target two, they're taking all off at target two, but um, rolling stops to break even once target one is hit because they need to do that. Um, for other traders, it meant how they manage their positions, right? There are lots of drawdown rules with most of these prop firms. So maybe you have to tighten up your stop. Maybe you have to get a little more aggressive or more active with your active trade management. So be willing to adjust your strategy. I would say even this, expect to adjust your strategy. And this is where kind of the the value of, of what we're doing here pays off because we always talk about the difference between the skill of knowing how to trade versus the ability to just trade a specific system, right? If you only know one thing, if all you know is a system, you don't actually know how to trade, but you know like when this moving average crosses this and that does that, then I buy and sell, you're kind of stuck, you're, you're limited. It doesn't mean that you cannot, you, you won't have a successful trading career in your own right. You can certainly do that. But you are limited because you don't really know a skill. You just know a system. So you can't really make adjustments. You don't have the ability to adjust to the situation. And again, that situation can be different market conditions, which I've learned over my what 16 year experience that you do have to make adjustments as the market conditions change and we're, we're coming up on some very interesting market conditions i think in the next two or three years um but you may have to adjust your trading based on the requirements as well and all the traders that i've spoken to have kind of gone back to the drawing board they they've kept the the base of their system and how they trade meaning the the core principles but they've had to make slight tweaks. They've had to change this a little bit. They've had to adjust this a little bit in order to make it fit what the challenge demands. Because most of these challenges, excuse me, most of these challenges, I don't want to say demand an unrealistic expectation, but you, you got to hit a hot streak. Let's put it that way. It, it, it's The demands are typically a little bit higher than what you would usually expect on a consistent basis from your, from your strategy or your system. Um, or she says, make sure you're, make sure you know your system, including your drawdowns. Yep. Very important. Uh, John said, did those traders go back to their original trading system after they got funded and didn't have the time restraint? Um, I don't know. I, I, I can say one, one didn't, um, but it depends on it depends on the requirements for the the prop firm. Uh, in, in most cases, at least the ones that I've worked with, it's kind of the the challenges are the hardest bit. Meaning the challenges are the most kind of strenuous requirements, and then once you kind of meet the challenges, then it eases up. You no longer. I mean, you, you still have requirements that have to be hit, but they're not as strenuous. Um, Cody just chimed in. He says, yes, he said 10% a month is not a usual return we all make. Um, so I know, I know, I know one for sure that has actually stayed. He 
kind of fell in love with the adjustments that he made. And he's like, I'm just going to trade like this um, from now on. Um, I'm not sure if, it, if, if, the, if he stayed at the same time duration, but he stayed with the same methods. Um, Cody saying he kind of shifted back to what he was doing before. And I'm sure you keep bits and pieces of those adjustments, especially if they were beneficial to you. But yeah, I would say that's going to be on a, um, a person by person basis, John. It, it depends on kind of what adjustments you, you make and whether you feel they're profitable or not. Because here's the thing, right? It, it's funny. Sometimes when we're, when we're forced to do things, and again, we're, we're allowed to get creative, we think of ways to make the situation work that we might have never thought about before. So, you know, and, and this is cool in every, every aspect of life. I was thinking about this the other day. I was dealing with... Uh, um, I was having flashback, flashbacks to kind of the, a lot of things, but um, to the, the this point where I was in, I, I had a bunch of debt. And you know, it was one of those things where you have a bunch of debt for you guys that don't know the story. I, I quit three jobs to focus on trading and all this fun stuff. So like I had a nest egg and it took me a lot longer to learn how to trade than I initially thought. So I started piling, I started running out of my nest egg. I started piling up debt and I remember sitting back and, and, and just trying to figure out how to get myself out of that situation and when your back's against the wall you tend to become your most creative self and you think of ideas and you think about the same thing with these prop firm challenges where you know when you need to do this or you have to do this and, and you got to make adjustments you typically become creative and, and in that process of creativity you're thinking about things that you probably didn't think about before um and some of those things could be great ideas and you wind up being like hey you know what i never thought about this before this is actually more beneficial to my trading than how I was trading before, I'm going to stick with it. So you tend to see that happen a lot as well. Um, John says, uh, makes sense, almost like a, a live version of testing. And if it works, um, you like it, and then you don't fix what's broken. Yeah, like assuming you're, and we're talking about just normal changes to your strategy. We're not talking about like life changes, like you're not, you know, quitting your job so you can day trade in the middle of the day. That, that would be a, a different thing because, you know, you may have to go back to your, your normal thing after that. But, yeah, we're talking about simply just changes to, like, the strategy. Yeah. Um, but it, it also depends on what you're doing because, again, some people, some people are really risk adverse. So if they have to put themselves in a more aggressive position to meet a prop firm challenge, um, they may do that specifically for the prop firm, um, but in their own personal trading, they may still be risk averse because they're, they're not willing to kind of risk their own money at the same, the same rate. Uh, Cody says, we are constantly adapting to the market. We have to adjust to market conditions when the market presents itself. Yeah, that is probably the biggest lesson you'll learn in trading. The biggest lesson that no new trader will know unless you're listening to this right now. Um, I think every newer trader and, and you have no reason not to notice. Every newer trader will assume that once they find something that works, it will work like that forever. I, I, because there's, there's no reason not to think like that. And the truth is, is this is a, it is a very fluid situation. It is very similar to coaching, right? You look at any sport, the game has changed, whether it's baseball and analytics and either go for the home run or strike out. Whether it is, you know, you see the different formations in soccer get popular, five at the back, wing backs, no wing backs, right? Um, you see it in football as well. You know, the, the West Coast offense, the run and shoot used to be everyone ran the ball for a little bit. Now it's pass heavy, right? The thing is, 
trends happen in whatever you're doing and then trends change over time. And you look at the difference between coaches that have long-term success, coaches that have long-term success are the ones that are able to really adapt to the new style of play in whatever sport's going on. Coaches that end up getting fired are the ones that maybe their style of play or their system fit the style of play at the time, but that sense has been outdated, right? There's a new style of play and they're stuck in their ways. They can't adjust. They can't adapt. And they can't really catch up. They get left behind. And trading is the exact same way. And, and the thing is, you don't know it until you know it. That's the, that's the part. You, you, you don't know it until it happens. And you're like, man, like this is, this is the most important skill. And that's why, again, we preach so much on learning the skill of trading versus just learning a set strategy because well it, it's it's foolish to think that strategy will 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 um the results of that strategy will be exactly the same for all time it, it is going to change um we got to get to the trade of the day getting funded is a really cool long-term goal but in order to do that as we mentioned in today's podcast you need to learn the skill of trading. Fortunately, we have a place where you can do that. It's our website, www.tier1trading.com. Before you get involved in the program, I recommend taking the 14-day risk-free trial membership. It's risk-free because there's no auto bill or anything sleazy like that. Your membership simply runs out after 14 days, but I recommend doing it. That way you can get a sense for how we teach, a sense for what we teach. You can actually talk to traders on the platform and kind of get the real feedback instead of just hearing what we say on these podcasts or other places on social media. So I'll see you over there, www.tier1trading.com.